Hey everyone, it's Megan with Sawgrass and you're listening to Inc. Differently. I'm joined today by Leisha Abinoff from Caught by Design. Leisha, thanks so much for coming on. Oh, thanks for having me. So I want to talk about your business, Caught by Design. What exactly is that? Because it looks like you dabble in a lot of different arenas. I do. Mostly it's just all about education. Uh, I write craft tutorials, I make YouTube videos, I teach classes, and most all of it is centered around uh, Silhouette Studio software and the Silhouette machines, whether you're using them, using the software with the machine or if you're using it in another application like Sublimation. And some people might be listening going, wait a second, I thought this was a Sublimation podcast. Yes, it is. We also talk to other crafting business owners and we will be getting to sublimation in a second. So I want to take a step back and first ask you, how did you get into crafting? Because I read on your website, you've done just about everything in the crafting world. I uh, have been crafting since I was a little girl and I started out like crocheting. My mom sewed, my grandmother sewed. So I've done a little bit of everything over the years. And um, as I got older, I kind of didn't have as much time for crafting because I was raising a family and working. But then I started homeschooling and I started teaching a Bible class. And that's how I really got involved with the silhouette. I was having to cut out a lot of little things by hand each week. And I actually heard about the silhouette on a podcast and oh, interesting. I, yeah it was a podcast about scrapbooking and they were talking about how to cut out elements for scrapbooks on the silhouette and i thought huh oh. i wonder if this would help me so i used it for a few years and then my kids were all grown and they were you know getting married and leaving the leaving the nest and the opportunity came up to start teaching and so that's what I did starting in 2016, started my blog in 2017, and it's just grown from there. So you really have tried to take crafting and, and push it into a career. Now, is this your full-time job or do you um, have another job as well? And this is more of a side business. Nope, this is my, this is my full-time job, yes. And my main goal is to help other people become more confident and to see that they can create with the right tools with the right knowledge they can create and you do have you have a wide range of crafting um, education tutorials on your website so how did you decide okay yes the cameo is great but now i want to start to expand because that's just like running a business you can be an expert in one topic but eventually to grow you might have to grow your knowledge i think the biggest reason is that I like learning new things. And so when I would see another way that the silhouette software could be used, or, you know, if you're involved in this, even, you know, no matter what aspect you're involved in, even if it's not crafting, you start hearing, well, look what somebody did with this. Maybe I could try that. Or, you know, I would have people ask me questions and then I would try to learn more about it so I could help them. And you just mentioned what else can be used with a silhouette? So sublimation people, this is where we're getting into <laughs> sublimation. Tune in. So when did you decide I need to get into sublimation? It's been uh, about 
two years ago, I think I was hearing a lot about it. It's it's always been appealing to me because of graphic design that I'm not a professional graphic designer by any means, but graphic design is very interesting to me. I love being able to use software to design because I'm definitely not someone who can draw or do anything like that. And I started asking a lot of questions. Um, I had heard that if you printed, you know, sub, if you had a sublimation printer, you would need to print regularly. I knew that I was not going into business to sell sublimated products, that I would mostly be educating people. And I wasn't going to be printing in large volume on a daily basis. And that's when I heard about the sawgrass and its built-in maintenance features. And that really appealed to me, the fact that because I had had printers for other purposes that I didn't use on a regular basis and the ink heads clogged or dried up and then it was just an expensive paperweight. So having the sawgrass and having that built-in maintenance feature is really what turned me towards sawgrass. That's great to know. So when it came to learning about sublimation, setting up your machine, everything involved because sublimation is kind of a scary word, but what was the process of learning like for you? Did you kind of debunk the whole, it sounds difficult, I asked a lot of questions. <laughs> if I knew someone that was into sublimation, I asked a lot of questions. And I was fortunate enough to have a pretty close relationship with one of the vendors for Sawgrass. And he is very patient with me and asked a lot of questions. Um, if anybody is familiar also with uh, Caesar Joe, Joe answered a lot of questions for me about Easy Subly and how to use it. And we, we happened to be at a conference together and I just, he, he was very patient. I asked questions and he answered and I asked more questions and he answered. And that's when I, I made my final decision to go ahead and purchase my printer and get started. And I, awesome. I still ask a lot of questions. That's just what I do. I just ask a lot of questions. Yeah, and Joe is a really nice guy. We have a, a lot of really great vendors um, that, that work alongside of us that are great with education and helping people. So I'm glad that you had that positive experience. So how do you think sublimation can benefit people who are creating with vinyl or vinyl creations in general? Well, you can always, you know, combine uh, vinyl with sublimation. But I think, you know, if you've been creating designs or even familiarizing yourself with heat transfer designs, then you're going to see a natural progression into sublimation and actually make your job a lot easier because there's a lot of complex designs that you may want to create with heat transfer vinyl and using sublimation for it makes it so much easier if you can create that design as a single layer that you can print out and press it's an you know you save a lot of time lots of time <laughs> and then you talked about you know you yourself not really being a designer so have you had the ability to work with designers and kind of help their small business grow while educating other people mostly i just educate um people that want to learn to use the Silhouette Studio software. I think they're surprised sometimes that there are so many graphic design capabilities in that software. I always try to support the Silhouette user no matter what level they're at, whether they just want to make a few things here and there for themselves 
or whether they're trying to grow it into a business. So someone listening to this might be thinking, you're not selling an item, but in fact, as a business, you are selling, you're selling knowledge. So I want to shift into a more business conversation now. How do you feel people tend to find you so that you can help them? Mostly through social media. I have a Facebook group and I try to be very active in there and then through my tutorials that I write and a lot through YouTube. They'll find me a lot through a tutorial I do on YouTube. But yeah, mostly through the internet. And then someone else might be wondering, you said earlier, this has become your full-time job. But again, you're not technically selling a physical product. So how does that work for you to make a profit? It's mostly through... um, Of course, there's some affiliate revenue in there if you're writing posts and, you know, promoting products. Now, I just have a policy. I don't promote products that I don't use or, you know, have firsthand knowledge of or at least someone does that I trust that will will uh, share that with me. And so what I'm saying is affiliate revenue is not my primary focus, (laughs) but then also um teaching at conferences, teaching private lessons, you know, just, I have a online course that I have for using the silhouette, you know, just different things. It's just multiple streams of income. So, I mean, for lack of a better word, you, you are a silhouette influencer. Yes. Okay. Very cool. So you talked about private lessons and people wanting to learn more about silhouette when they come to you to learn more what do you find they generally want to be able to do oh it runs the gamut uh over time i think there have been more and more people that are using it as a business and so they want to learn how to either and it might not be the the cutter i have students who are using laser cutters for their business and they want to learn how to use the software to create designs for their laser cutters. I have one student that her business is strictly tumblers. That's all she does is make tumblers. So she's very interested in the print and cut capabilities. She cuts a lot of printable vinyl. And I really think she'd be somebody that would uh, benefit from sublimating those. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking to myself, oh but my goodness, she, she's doing vinyl on all of those? No, she cuts a lot of printable vinyl. Um, you know, it's just, it's just a wide range. There are people that want to, you know, have a t-shirt business or sometimes they'll start out one arena just like a lot of us do and they'll pivot to another. So it just kind of depends. So then are you now offering sublimation courses as well? Not yet, but I hope to in the future. That is awesome to hear. We love to hear that. Um, And just so so everyone knows, a little shameless plug here. uh, While you wait for Alicia to start those sublimation courses, you can head to our Sawgrass Academy. That's academy.sawgrassinc.com for free. You can learn all sorts of tutorials about sublimation in general, how to use Sawgrass products, Um, along with how to create a business using sublimation. So while you wait for Leisha to get that done, we can help you out a little bit. (laughs) 
So well, those help, those help me too. So. Oh, did you, did you take I, the I, academy I, classes? I haven't taken the academy classes, but I watch, you know, your Facebook lives and things like that. So that always helps. Love that. Love to hear that. Glad we can help. And, you know, it's crazy because you are a small business supporting small businesses. Definitely. That and, is awesome. And, you know, I've always been somebody that wanted to support my local hometown businesses. But until I got into you know, running a blog and connecting with a lot of other small business owners across the country, I didn't realize how important it was to support our fellow small businesses and what it really takes to run a small business. I had, I was on the consumer end. I didn't, I didn't realize that. And it's a whole different perspective when you're on the business ownership end of that. So I'm really happy you brought that up. So let's, kind of dive into it a little bit. I don't want to go too deep into it because then that's going to, we're going to be talking here for hours, but as a small business owner, who's gone through a lot of the hoops that you need to jump through. Can you talk about for, to somebody who might be thinking of doing this themselves, what are some of the most important things you need to be sure you get done to be successful? Well, you know, you've got to, you've got to really pay attention to whatever laws are in your state, first of all that's going to that's going to vary and so whether it's a business license whether it's a um, like i'm a sole proprietorship a lot of people will become llc's limited liability corporations and you just have to get some good legal advice and tax advice and see what works best for you but in my state because i'm in texas and where i live i had to file a DBA, a doing business as certificate, in order to be able to use the name caught by design. I have sales tax I have to pay on certain items and what's taxable is going to vary from state to state. So I have a resale certificate. And then beyond those laws, as far as organizing your business, if you get into any kind of business where you're selling a product that has artwork on it, You know, you need to be very aware of the laws that concern copyright and trademark and be respectful of that because somewhere someone has designed that and put the time into it. And then you just have to really work on your knowledge. I see a lot of people that want to buy a machine. You know, they may want to buy a sublimation printer. They may want to buy a silhouette machine and then they want to go into business tomorrow. And that just that doesn't work. It it you want a product that has longevity and you always need to be thinking about where you want to go from the, from here because something may be hot and popular right now and you need to be able to do that but you also need to have your eye on the future of when you need to pivot because if you're going to be in any kind of business long term there's going to come a point at which you've got to pivot i love this advice because we haven't really talked, I do, I really do, because we haven't talked on this podcast too much about copyrights and laws, and personally, I, I find law very interesting. Maybe the average person doesn't, but to me, this is very interesting. So I'm glad you brought those things up, and I'm glad that you were very specific about checking what laws there are in your state, because it truly does vary. And as you said, you can't just jump, can't just jump into business especially if you want to be successful long-term. So that's fantastic advice. Well, and one even, of the things, 
Sorry, even nope, what no, I no, do, go ahead. Well, I have I bought my first silhouette machine in 2013. That is what, eight years ago? I'm still learning every day. And that's gonna be that's gonna be the case no matter what industry you're in. You're gonna keep learning new things. New things are gonna come along. When I bought my first machine, I never dreamed that someday I would use it in other ways, like with sublimation. I just, that just wasn't even on the horizon, but it evolves. That's great. And I want to talk about investing too, because you talked about not only getting equipment, but also filing all this paperwork and, and getting um, LLCs and all that. And it does take some money to do this. So can you talk about the in investment that you need to be able to do in order to start a small business? I think that also varies. It varies with your your experience level that you have yourself. I was fortunate enough that in my former life, I'm a certified public accountant. So, oh, wow. I, yeah. So I knew the, the tax end of it. I knew that part. I didn't have to hire someone to tell me that. But if you um, don't have that, you need a, a good accountant and you need a good lawyer and you need to take the time to seek out some really good advice and go to people you trust so that you're going to follow that advice. I know um, even something as simple, like I, I do have a, a blogging mentor and a coach. And so I was talking to her about something a while back about an opportunity I had. And she just very casually said, well, yeah, but just make sure you have a contract. You know, and you don't think about that. You have these handshake deals and most of the time they're great, but when they go wrong, they can go wrong. And a lot of people start a business with say their best friend or their, you know, brother-in-law or their sister or whatever. And that's all fine. But what happens when things don't always go right? You know, <laughs> you need to plan for that. I, in my opinion, if you plan for those type of things, you avoid those type of things sometimes. Obsessed with this advice. Thank you. <laughs> and, and since you just seem to be a wealth of knowledge, if you want to give any extra advice before we wrap things up, I, I will let you do that. No, I don't. I don't have any specific advice on that end. I just really encourage people. Like one of the things I am passionate about, obviously, because I'm here is the silhouette. And... Mm -hmm. There are just so many capabilities you have with it that I don't think a lot of people think about. Graphic design, using it for your marketing materials, using it for your packaging materials, uh, using it with sublimation materials that have to be cut, you know, so that are going to sublimate on cotton. So use, and, and well, I guess this is a piece of advice too. When you want to do something, no matter what it is, do some research, but then also look and see what equipment you have at your disposal. Like, for instance, the Silhouette software. There's a lot of higher-end software you can get, and you may have a need for that one day. But if you already own a Silhouette, start with what you've got. Then decide whether it's the computer you've got, whether it's the, the recording you know, equipment you've got, but then when you do decide to invest, don't be afraid to invest in quality equipment because it will last 
longer than if you just buy something that's only going to last you for a few months. And think about your maintenance issues. Think about your customer support. Think about the education materials you have out there, just like you mentioned Sawgrass Academy. Think about the things that you're going to get with your purchase that you may not have need for today, but you might in the future. You are absolutely correct. And that's so that's part of the reason why we try to offer so much for free with our printers. And I really love how you talked about you can make your packaging material with your silhouette because I'm sitting here thinking, OK, so you can make your product with your silhouette, yep. then package it up, then make your shipping materials yep. with your silhouette. <laughs> it's like a one stop shot. All you need is the one machine. That's right. That's right. Leisha, you have been a wonderful guest. I want to give you a second to let everybody know where they can find you. Please give your website, your social media handles, wherever you want people to be able to access you and your information. Go right ahead. Well, I am caught by design across the board. So my website is caughtbydesign.com. My YouTube channel is caughtbydesign. My Instagram handle my Pinterest account, all of that is caught by design. And I do have a private Facebook group that's Silhouette Crafters by Design. Awesome. Thank you. And we're looking forward to seeing those sublimation tutorials come out in the very near future. So when you have that ready, let us know and we'd love to hear more about it. If you or someone you know would like to be featured on the podcast, you can send us an email to marketing at sawgrassinc.com. That's marketing at sawgrassinc.com. Thank you all so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Bye.